1: a retirement income store located in Clear Lake and Humboldt, Iowa. Well, good morning. And I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in. I know that so many of you are faithful listeners. I know that so many of you take the time to write me an email or to stop by the office, especially in Clear Lake. And I just want to say thank you so much for that. Your questions, your comments, your encouragements, even your critiques, they are just all so very, very important. And you know, when it comes to doing a radio program, sometimes you hear that there's difficulty in creating content, at least really good, valuable content. And I hope to be able to provide you encouragement and thoughtful insight as to investing and being prepared to retire. And I hope that what I deliver in content is important. But let me tell you, I've never had a shortage of content. There is so many of you that are providing me good, valuable content through your questions and your stories and your experiences. It's just so very wonderful to be able to interact with each and every one of you. Remember that our show is powered by the Retirement Income Store, and you're thinking to yourself, well, I've never heard of the Retirement Income Store. I encourage you to look them up. If you're within five years of retirement and you're thinking about pulling this trigger and going from The accumulation stage of your life to the distribution stage of your life. This is something that you want to do only once. You want to do it right. You want to do it with as great of an assurance that you can stay retired as is possible. And I have found that there is just a wealth of information with the Retirement Income Store helping a person get not only mentally prepared and just understanding what they're going to be transitioning into, but also getting them financially prepared, giving you the tools and the wealth of tools that you need in order to make certain that when you do make that transition, it's something that is smooth. It's something that is going to give you the assurance that you can retire and stay retired. And that's an important component with every single person. Well, today, I don't know necessarily how today is going to go. I don't necessarily know everything that we're going to talk about. It's going to be actually quite random based upon all of the different questions and comments that have been coming in, as well as some news that we've been seeing take place on our markets and on our economy and the policies that are likely to be implemented over the course of the next four years under the new Biden administration. You know, just recently I was interviewed on the Income Generation, which is a Newsmax program, and we were talking and discussing about, you know, having the new administration. And here's the thing. It seems as though everybody wants to, you know, pick one side or the other. But the reality is this. We've never had a president who was elected in this country in which 100 percent of the country was backing that president. Now, is that going to happen down the road? Potentially, but I'm skeptical at best. We always have pros and cons. We've always got one side that wants one thing. we got another side that wants another. And there's always going to be a sector of individuals, a percentage of the population that is not at all happy with the results of the election. And then again, there's always the opposite side that are absolutely ecstatic that their guy, their gal, whoever has gotten into office. And you know what? This is going to be no different. We're going to have to wait and see what takes place and what kind of new policy and what kind of changes come down the pike from this administration. But one of the things that I want to start out with today is a word to those who are better than average income earners. And that's the fact that I'm looking at quite a bit of, I would say, sweeping policy That Biden would like to implement, and who knows if he actually gets it passed or not. But I believe that there is going to be a set of crosshairs that are set to adjust and to affect capital gains taxes. And that means that, you know, we have our income tax, but we also have capital gains taxes. And it would appear to me by what I've read and what I've seen, what I've heard, that there is going to be the likelihood that in the future we may see capital gains taxes go up. Now, why is that important to you? It's important to you from a number of different standpoints. The first and foremost is that we're enjoying some of the lowest taxes that we've had in the last 30 years. And depending upon what kind of a tax bracket you're in, you may be in a position right now where if you raise taxes, you know, you weren't paying taxes before, but now you're going to have to start paying taxes under the new laws. You may be in a position where, You've had some capital gains within your stock portfolio, and you've never had any taxes because of the income tax bracket that you're in, because we can have capital gains and not pay capital gains tax under current laws. But that doesn't necessarily mean that President Biden and his administration may not go after that, trying to raise more capital for the United States government through increasing capital gains tax. So if you have questions about our discussion today, I'd like you to reach out to me at 866-290-3837. If you have questions, we will answer them. So take the first step, reach out at 866-290-3837. Now, we also have to consider what's happening today with so many different individuals in trying to diversify their portfolio. There's a lot of my clients that have not only income-producing assets as far as their, say, income-producing portfolios, but they also have passive income. They have farm rent that they're receiving. They have rental homes that they have, condos that they own that they rent out. I even have a number of clients who own different pieces of real estate homes and that sort of thing that they will take in periodically over the, say, summer months or even during the winter They will take and they will rent those out through the Airbnb program. Well, the reality is this, that we have to be very, very cognizant of what's going to be happening with income tax in general. We have to be cognizant of what's going to be happening with capital gains tax. And if capital gains taxes go up on us, or if they are likely to go up, say 2022, because it may take a while for this to actually come down the pike, what does that mean? It means that if we're looking to sell or potentially take some winnings off the table and maybe we really haven't had a reason to sell and to realize the gain, maybe, just maybe, this may be some motivation for some of you that have been holding on to positions to maybe go ahead and start selling some of those positions. Now, for many of my clients, as I said, they own real estate. Well, what happens when they get older? What happens when... They no longer feel that they can necessarily be as good with the upkeep of those rental homes and be responsible for taking care of their tenants. What I find is that often as the client ages, they want to be able to get out from underneath those responsibilities. As a result, they may end up selling those rental homes. Well, would you rather sell the rental home and potentially have no capital gain or maybe even pay as low as 15% capital gain? Or would you rather play dice and, I guess, a little bit of Russian roulette with the IRS and potentially take and pay a much, much higher capital gains tax down the road? So the reality here is this, that we've got to be very, very cognizant to be watchful on what's going to be happening with our capital gains tax. Now, is there anything else that's on the crosshairs of the Biden administration? Well, we all know that if we've been looking at Social Security, he does want to increase Social Security taxes claimed on those that make more than $400,000. So as a result, if we're a heavier earner than most, we're going to probably end up catching that one. And now we're going to be paying more in taxes because, of course, he's going to be re-implementing Social Security taxes being basically deducted if you have more than $400,000. Now, what does that mean for you? It means that you better be paying attention to your income. It means that you better be working with an accountant, a CPA. Oftentimes, bigger wage earners do, but there's sometimes this mindset where we kind of are on cruise control and we feel as though we don't need to really mind our taxes. We don't really need to mind our income and our expenses and our deductions. And the reality is that under a new administration, there is likely to be sweeping reform that's going to be implemented. And so it's going to be very, very necessary for us to stay in communication with the experts that we work with from year to year concerning our taxes. We hire these people in order to provide us good advice in order to be able to pay less in tax. And if the rule allows us to do so, we want to take advantage of that. That's not something we want to squander. We really want to be able to take advantage of of tax deductions if we can receive them. But be on the lookout because I do believe that there's going to be some potential increases in taxes, not just waiting four or five years for the sunset provision, but there's going to likely be a few things here and there that Biden is going to be going after. Now, it's been an exciting week within the stock market. We have seen volatility. We've been seeing a lot of people who have been collectively gathering together and trying to run stock up. We've seen on the flip side of the coin, a bunch of investors that are trying to short stocks and they're trying to short the market. And this is creating a lot of volatility. But one of the other things that I'm perceiving that is potentially taking place within the market right now is we've got a lot of technology that's at play. We've got a lot of technology that is working to create more and more efficiency within the way that we invest. However, Things are moving so very quickly within the stock market that as a result, it is now creating this environment in which by the time you've heard the news, well, that stock has already dropped. By the time you've heard that news, the volatility has already struck and we've already seen this particular section of the market decline rapidly. This can cause panic and we have to be very, very careful of Allowing our emotions and panic to set in when it comes to our investing, we have to be extremely careful to be observant, to look around and to see what is the main cause of all the volatility that's taking place. Well, we're almost up to our break, so I want you to stick around because we're going to be talking about some of the cause and effect of what's taking place within the market and why some of these gyrations of volatility are occurring I want you to stick around. This may be very helpful in you understanding why you're seeing what you're seeing happen on the market today. Go to my website, W I M, which stands for Wealth Income Management, and you'll find that there's a little link there to communicate to us, to send us a question, to send us a comment. You can also go to our radio podcast channel, which is just CapitalizedLife.com. You'll be able to get all of the past episodes Of the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. And I just really appreciate you doing that and giving us a bit of feedback as to what you think and what you don't think. Stick
0: tight. We'll be right back. This is the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson, powered by the Retirement Income Store. Whether this is the new normal or the new right now, our economy has changed. So, what does this mean for your retirement? To keep you up to date and informed, we've put together a series of webinar events. Because even though many things around us keep changing, your need for retirement income will remain constant. For the date and time of our next webinar event, call Johnson Wealth and Income Management at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. And for more information, visit us online at johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. Welcome back to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson, powered by the Retirement Income Store.
1: And welcome back to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson. President and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management. If you're just joining us today, this is kind of like the Smorgasbord Saturday. This is the, I guess it's a buffet of news and uh, financial commentary and thoughts and just random ideas. But we were just talking about all the volatility that we've been seeing recently within the market. And part of it are saying, well, it's because there's so much uncertainty with the Biden administration. Well, That is true, but there's always a degree of uncertainty. Can you really, really, really ever think of a time in which there was an uncertainty within the market and uncertainty within politics, and especially after you just got done hiring a brand new presidential administration, right? We voted them into office, and now you're going to end up experiencing new ideology. Now, we have been seeing an awful lot of investors that have been taking and buying into the market very feverishly, We've seen an awful lot of, it seems like just almost a consortium of investors that have gathered together. Just recently, we had GameStop, and if you look at the stock and you look at what's been happening, you're wondering, is there front-running that's going on here? Is there some sort of a Ponzi scheme that's happening? What's going on? Well, the reality is is that the market is a very random place, and there is definitely Areas of the market in which they can be motivated, they can be affected by that of just a propensity to be able to pour money into the market. Right now, the Federal Reserve is keeping interest rates low. And what is that doing? That's driving people further out onto the risk curve. They look around at the banks and the CD rates and they say, well, there's nothing that I can get as far as interest on my money here. So I'm going to put it into the market because at least in the market, there is you know some growth at least within the market i've got some potential to be able to make something so on one hand that can almost look as though it is an intentional manipulation and i believe that it kind of is if they can make investing money and keeping money in the bank to be very unpleasant in other words if you almost get nauseous when you look at the interest rates that are being paid to you on CDs and you're getting paid next to nothing and you're in your checking and your savings account well, guess what? You're not going to feel that great about keeping the money there. So what is that going to get you to do? It's eventually going to get people to spend money. It's going to get people to invest money. It's going to get people to take money out and potentially say, you know what? I'm going to go buy an RV instead of having my money sit in the bank doing absolutely nothing. I'm going to go out and I'm going to remodel a house instead of just taking and leaving the money in the bank. That is a part of the reason why we have interest rates that are so low today. However, we've seen all this volatility in the stock market. And the question that I ask you is, with those that are buying and those that are shorting the stock market right now, it's creating volatility. We can see all sorts of different things and different companies that are going on that causes us to scratch our head. But we also have, adding to all of this, now today, this environment of stock buybacks. Now, what is a stock buyback? It's basically where companies like J.P. Morgan and Goldman Sachs, right now Kimberly Clark and Procter & Gamble, potentially Netflix, they're saying, we are now brimming with cash. We have made a good profit and we have excess cash. We can pay our dividends, but what would be another good use of our money? When they have money, if they so choose, they can choose to go into the open market and they can buy stocks back. They can go directly to their shareholders and offer a particular price and say, We want to buy your shares. Now, what does that do? It increases shareholder value. But on the flip side of that coin, it also typically will invoke a buying frenzy. And it's perceived as a possible good signal for that company. So be careful because when we see stocks go up very, very rapidly, There could be other reasons for that stock going up. We can look inside many companies today, and even though the stock price is very, very high, in other words, it's recovered from COVID and it's now recovered and it's gone even above where it was before. That does not necessarily mean that that company is worth what you're paying for for that stock. Be very, very careful. This is the reason I have encouraged so many of you to start to consider to be open minded about learning and considering the idea of value stock investing. What does this mean? Potentially rotating out of the stocks that you have owned, that you have potentially bought, that you've seen a good run up on, and now you're taking and you're cashing in your chips at the table, walking away with some cash in your pocket, and trying to find other investments that are going to be discounted. In other words, a value stock is potentially a stock that has fallen out of favor with Wall Street. Now, you have to be very careful because value stocks can very easily become value traps where you bought them at a discount, you were hoping that they were going to go up and appreciate, and yet they just kind of stayed stagnant. They didn't really grow. They just kind of went sideways as it were. But if you can start to open your mind to investing in value stocks and you have a financial advisor who does good, diligent fiduciary research and they can really help you see that these are some names that are, uh, say, beaten down to use that terminology. They've fallen out of favor. They're much discounted. Now you have an opportunity to buy into something at a lower price. You can buy more shares. You're going to hopefully If they truly are a value stock that continues to improve, you're going to see some capital appreciation. And guess what? You're likely to get a better dividend. Right now, common stock dividends are very, very low, and that's part of kind of the side effect of COVID-19. When you have companies that have seen tremendous revenue cuts because of, say, economic shutdown or because their product or their service that they were selling was affected by say, restrictions or rule changes or whatever the case may be. As those things become lifted, well, that's great, but those companies probably aren't going to pay a very large dividend. Some of the best dividend-paying companies in 2020, they, they, they cut paying their dividend. They, they quit paying the dividend or they cut their dividend so they were paying less. Value stocks, if you can find some good ones out there, will pay 2%, 3%, maybe even 4%. And that's some nice cash in your pocket that helps create some income. So if you're thinking, you know, that really does make sense, or if you have questions about today's discussion, I'm going to encourage you to reach out to me. Call our office at 866-290-3837. My staff will put together some educational materials that I know will be of value to you, and we'll email them to you or we'll mail them if you prefer. If you have questions, we will do our best to answer them for you. Take the first step. Reach out at 866-290-3837. Again, that's 866-290-3837. Now, what's another thing that we can see happening? Well, one of the things that I think people are starting to wake up to is the reality that they have to be very intentional with their money. More and more people were affected, I believe, by COVID-19 and the pandemic and the drop in the stock market than probably any other generation outside of potentially 1929. And this generation realized that they have to be very, very careful. They can't just blindly trust the market. They can't blindly trust what's going to happen in the future. And they started waking up and realizing that they have to be very, very intelligent with their money. They need to be very purposeful. What do I mean by that? What I mean by that is make certain you segregate your money. Make certain you've got some money that you have set aside for growth. This is money that you're willing to lose. This is money that you're willing to tolerate greater volatility on. Make certain that you're in it for the long haul, that you can stomach the ups and downs, and you don't technically need that money for yourself in retirement. Additionally, make certain you've got money that is very intentionally invested for fixed income production. I talk about fixed income a lot. Why? Why? Because when you're retired outside of your health, the most important thing that you're going to be focusing on is how much income at the beginning of every month you have to spend. And where so many people have kind of passively taken the traditional methodology of investing, just keeping their retirement dollars in mutual funds. I submit to you that there is a better, more productive way to invest your money in and towards retirement. That would allow you greater safety, potentially less cost, but maybe two, three, maybe even four times the amount of income that you're getting off from those traditional types of investments. Turning back the clock and using the old fashioned ways of investing, things that are going to be producing a steady stream of interest income, things that will be producing a steady stream of dividend income. Those are dollars that you can spend and they continue to come back to you. Time and time, month after month, year after year. That's income that you can use to supplement your Social Security, supplement your rental income if you have any, supplement your pension if you have one. The reality is being very intelligent and purposeful. And then what's the third bucket? The third bucket, I believe, has to be safety. Now, how you choose safety can be very different from person to person. That could be simply having cash at home. That could be having, say, money in government bonds or insured municipals. It could be having your money in, say, CDs or fixed interest annuity, even some indexed annuities. Although I'm very skeptical of annuities and very skeptical of insurance companies, there is some good ones that are out there. And if you have some percentage of your money safe, that gives you the peace of mind to know You know what? Down the road, if something really bizarre started to take place, if there was a lot of volatility, at least I know that that money is going to be there because that money is insured. It's backed in some capacity. I also really want to encourage you to do yourself a favor. You know, so many of you have been reaching out to me asking about, you know, how do I get prepared for retirement? Well, I think that there's so many different things that you can do to get prepared for retirement. But I would ask you a question. Have you really taken the time to get prepared for the end of your life? That is something that we tend to ignore because it is not savory. So estate planning, look at looking at your beneficiaries, making certain that if you have, you know, maybe that old will that you pull that thing out of the junk drawer, you dust the dust off and you actually read through it. You may not totally understand, but read through it. Make certain that it's still relevant and make certain that it's going to do for you what it needs to do. And if you've got a small set of assets, maybe you don't need anything other than a will. But if you have a home, if you have money that you saved in retirement, you've got money that you saved after tax, you've got children and grandchildren and you want to be able to avoid probate, you want to be able to speed up the estate settlement process. I can't encourage you enough to educate yourself about investing and putting money into this process of creating the end-of-life scenario that you want for your family. And that is doing estate planning, starting to review and explore, what is a trust? Can a trust help my family? Is a trust going to be something that would be beneficial to me and beneficial to my spouse and beneficial to my kids and my grandkids? It doesn't have to take a lot of money. When we do estate planning for our clients, clients walk away saying, that was a lot simpler than I thought that it was going to be. It doesn't have to be complex. It doesn't have to be super expensive, but you have to do it. It doesn't get done just thinking about it or pushing it down the road to some other point in your life. Make certain you actually take the time to do the estate planning. And when you can focus on investing your money properly, working with a professional that's going to help you in a fiduciary capacity, when you manage your taxes working with a CPA or a certified public accountant that actually gives you good advice and does for you what you need done. When you work with an attorney who can unbiasedly train you and teach you and coach you on the proper estate plan, this is how you create peace of mind and a successful retirement. Well, unbelievably we are out of time again, but I hope I know this was so very random. It felt like a very big buffet of news and ideas. But hopefully you get my point and my enthusiasm today that all of these different things work together to become the plan that helps you successfully retire and stay retired. If you have questions, please go to our website, www.johnson, J-O-H-N-S-O-N, W-I-M, stands for Wealth Income Management. Com and post your question to us, reach out to us, let us know what kind of topics you'd like to hear us discuss on each episode every Saturday morning. Thanks so much for listening, and remember, it's up to you to make today a great day.
0: That's all the time we have for today. To schedule 15 minutes with Matthew off the air, call 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837.